It has to be the weirdest WrestleMania of all time. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 478. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BTTG161. You can follow Dave at DaveTheRave underscore MO. You can follow Chris at ChrisSweenDog collectively. You can follow us at Marking Out. Facebook.com slash marking out, YouTube.com slash marking out 11, pro wrestling tees.com slash marking out. Of course, we're on the gram too, but I don't think we're really posting much, but still give us a, a follow and like ski over there, marking out 11 as well. I'm here with Dave. Dave, how you doing? Hey, I am doing very good. You know what I mean? Just moving and grooving, shaking and moving. I don't know. Not, not, yeah. No bacon? Shaking and bacon. Oh, yeah, that could have worked. <laughs> that could have worked. How, yeah. uh, how's your week been? You know, the same as last week <laughs> and the week before that. What about you? How are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. You're not, you haven't like done anything. Like no uh, experimental uh, recipes or anything. Um, God, no, no. And now is I'm the drinking, time. I'm just drinking some wine right now, oh, but that's really it. What? What do you got? A rosé? Uh, it's it's a, it's a white Zinfandel. You know? Oh wow, a white Zinfandel. Yeah, very I, very. It hits the palate just right. Yeah, no cheese. Not not eating any cheese. Uh, we, we had some cheese before. We had some cheese before. Had a nice little uh, smokiness to it, so it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. What about you? How's everything? All good? Yeah, it's pretty good. I, uh, For the first time ever in my life, thirty, almost 31 years old, I played Sorry for the first time. You ever oh, play wow. that? I'm, so- I'm sorry that you're actually going to go with 31. <laughs> I'm oh. not you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally, so, I'm literally almost 31. How'd it go? Did you uh did you win? Uh no, I lost uh two games in a row and then I think I won two games in a row, but it's uh, like I'm really kind of disappointed that I never played that up until now. Well, Mazel Tov on uh on playing. Have you ever played this? Yes, yes I have. I think it might be the best board game out there for like children. Or that I could have seen myself I mean, as an adult I'm I'm very much so enjoying it. Yeah, and, I, and I'm very disappointed that it took this long to first play it. It's it's a fun game. At some points, it's it could be like okay, card flip, card flip, card flip, card flip until like you uh, you actually uh, get a, an ability to to get out to get a player out, whatever. But have we we've never played that before? No, I've never. I literally have never played Sorry before. The very first time was uh, last week. Are you or sure? This week, maybe. Yeah, I've never, not, not ever, not once. But I think it's cool because it's like it's. I feel like it's the kind of game where somebody, two players, could be already playing, and you could join them in the middle of their game, and then still come out victorious. Victorious. 
I think that's uh, it was pretty cool. But other than that, I've been doing a lot of cooking, kind of. I had uh, I, I kind of made. I've been craving Chinese food for such a long time now, and uh, no, 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 no. I, I completely avoided. I know. I know. And all the Chinese restaurants by me are closed, so I've been uh, I've been craving it. And I had chicken thighs that were grilled, and I decided to make a barbecue, like a Chinese barbecue chicken that they would have on a stick. Okay. You know, you know like the the red ones? Yeah, 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 yeah. That are only red because of the, the dye? Yeah. So, yeah, I, and it, I thought it was really good. I baked it in the oven. Um, and then I made like lo mein, but it was penne. <laughs> penne? Yeah, like the pasta, penne pasta. Uh-huh. So it was pretty good. And then I made, I later on in the week had meatloaf that I threw the Chinese barbecue glaze onto and just absolutely crushed that meatloaf flavor. I thought it was delicious. You should have, you should do like a live Twitch I'm streaming of that. it. I'm totally good on that. I made chocolate chip, uh, oatmeal Facebook chocolate live chip on cookies. the marking out account. Yeah. I'm totally good on going live and cooking, but, sure? uh, and then, and then I made, uh, I made baked coconut chicken fingers. I figured the shrimp can do it. So why not chicken? Okay. Makes but sense. It, it, uh, I did it in the oven, and I think I should have. Ultimately, I think it should have actually been fried. But mm. um, next time, if there is a next time, I might attempt to do it in the air fryer. Yeah, I just don't like cooking chicken a lot. Okay, or not a lot. I just don't like cooking chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. So Word. it's been it's been fun, like trying out different uh, recipes or grabbing different items from the fridge and trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. So, it's been All a right. week. That's been pretty much uh, what you've been up to. Yep. Good deal. So, let's get into some pro wrestling and speak about some AEW. Yeah, they had the uh, the boys sitting at ringside again for the show. Uh, Dasha. No, I'm not. I'm completely not. <laughs> Uh, and I think WWE has it so much better where they have like guest commentators on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I think that's much better than AEW putting the boys, showing the boys like mark out and stuff. I think that's the dumbest thing. Why would yeah. why are the 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 actual wrestlers going to be ch- sitting in the audience yelling AEW AEW? I, I just that's never gonna. I was so happy when NXT and WWE decided not to have fans like. I I don't know. I, I go back and forth because I think that it can write. It can write. It can work if it's done right. I if it's with the if, if if it's with the proper people at ringside. But I think it, that it just doesn't make sense. Like even mm-hmm. it yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I do appreciate the differentiation between them and the NXT. Heels. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the heels and faces sitting on opposite sides. I do like that too, but I do like that it's different. There's still I, there's still no social distancing though. I know. Yeah, they are not. They weren't six feet to, apart. Yeah, they're not adhering. But uh, this week's episode was not filmed at Daly's place in Jacksonville, Florida. I believe, based on what everything is saying on the internet, it was the Nightmare Factory, which 
is a parent. I don't know if it is or isn't Cody's wrestling school or something in Georgia. Hmm. There's huh. not like much out there, but AEW also announced this week the addition of the TNT Championship. All right, so what's your take? I don't like that name at all. Why? I just think it's goofy. Why? Like, what if it, like, on the opposite side, like, the NXT, if NXT has, like, the the USA Network Championship, I think that's so stupid. So you think it's stupid because, you think that it's stupid because it's named after the station? Yeah, and I think it's just to, I mean, get people talking, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I I agree with both sides where I I don't mind it, but I think it could have been better, but I'm also not going to complain over it, you know, like... I could take it or leave it. I don't care. Regardless, that's one ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Um, the the and, TNT Championship will be defended on a show with a with a uh, a synonym for the title. Yeah. I, I don't even think that it's, it's meant to get people talking. I think it's probably one of those things where they spoke to TNT and TNT preferred – that their championship was named after That's their station. Just super goofy. Like, I, I could see it being something uh, like we're that. We're defending the Super Station Championship. Nah. I, I just, I don't like that, but uh, they, they announced They just the, called it the TV title. Yeah, but then again, that, like, maybe they want it to be different than other companies that also have TV championships or TV titles. Mm-hmm. But nah. they, they announced... Know, what? Uh-huh. What? No, 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 go for it, go for it. They announced the uh, the brackets. We're going to be seeing Sean Spears versus Cody. We're going to see Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. Chris, damn it, I was so practiced saying Kip Sabian last week as well. <laughs> Kip Sabian versus Dustin Rhodes and Vance Archer. No. <laughs> nice, you, you are on a roll. <laughs> And I'm the one over here drinking wine. Lance, <laughs> damn it, Archer will be taking on Colt Lance, Boom Boom Cabana for that tournament. Yeah. And also, I saw uh, Shane Helms tweeted out saying that he, back when he was the Cruiserweight Champion in WWE and SmackDown was on the CW Network, he pitched to Vince McMahon to change the title's name to the CW Championship. Mm-hmm. And I guess he said something like Vince said, "Why would we do that?" Or that's stupid or yeah. something. So maybe I mean, I'm a maybe I'm a VKM guy. I don't know. <laughs> um, I so what's your prediction on the outcome of this? Uh, well, I, when they first introduced the TNT Championship, I was I was Brody Lee all the way, and then they announced the bracket one, and I'm like, oh, Brody Lee's not there. They're going to announce the part two bracket on on dynamite and he'll be in it. And then they announced the part two and I'm like, Oh, he's not in it. (laughs) Uh, but I think it's very, very clear or maybe in my eyes, it would be like, would make the most sense if it's, if it's Lance Archer and if it comes down to Lance Archer and Cody Rhodes or Cody. Interesting. I didn't think you were going to go. I thought you were going to say that it was obvious. that it was going to be Cody. No, I think the way that it's been building up, um, we could just even say now that, uh, is it, is it, it is Lance, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lance, Lance Hoyt. Lance Archer. 
uh, <laughs> later on in the night, they had a, a promo with Jake Roberts where it was basically still chasing a match with Cody for mm-hmm. for Lance Archer. I mean, I I I hope that it's not Cody that wins. You know, because that's the kind of way that we've been seeing AEWs, where we've been seeing a lot of the not really. No, well, I mean, not with at all. The, what are you talking about? How the about? young bucks were? No, no, no. They weren't even. They don't. I mean, were the young bucks champions? I believe so. Yeah. Mm. I I just don't. I want to see anybody but Cody. Young I'm bucks. Good. I could see it being either uh, Archer. <laughs> it would be cool to see Sammy Guevara win it. The the current champions, by the way, are Adam Page and Kenny Omega. Yeah, but and the, the previous Bucks, champions were Young, so Cal uncensored, David. Yeah, but Young Bucks had a, a quite a win streak. I don't know if they did. I, I think yeah. they've been like famously a- not on a win streak. No, when AEW first started, we were complaining that they kept on winning and winning and winning. I don't remember AEW started a year ago to me. So, yeah. But okay, so you're so you're going Archer. I'll I'll go with Sw- uh, Sammy Guevara, but I think that Archer is a good pick too. Uh, but um, yeah, speaking of Kenny Omega, also did Omega doesn't even come out with the championship, right? Mm, and he certainly doesn't come out with the AAA championship that he did last week. I don't think so. Kenny Omega picks up the victory over Trent. Um, Cody and Cole Cabana were also on commentary. Throughout the night, by the way, Cody did good again. Yeah, and I'm I, Cabana is I think really good on commentary, and that's been a proven thing in many different companies. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I this won't, match, I won't dispute that. This match I thought was very good. I would have I liked heard... to have been surprised and seen Trent win, but like. No, I, but I, well, Megan yeah. picking up the victory is good too, and I liked that it almost went to the time limit. You don't really mm-hmm. see that too often. Yeah, and Trent Trent is just he's just an overall good wrestler, so it's always nice to see him in action. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Karushita pick up a victory over Anna J. Um, yeah, not really. It's weird how they treat enhancement talent like they're part of the the roster. Was this and woman I don't know, not? I don't know person? if I have no idea if Anna J is now part of the roster, but it seems like. She- she was well because they said like Anna J making her debut and yeah like I don't again I kind of feel like she was just an enhancement talent I don't know if I'm not familiar her with her and I think that if they're building Hikaru Shida up to be like the next in line she should have taken less time to defeat somebody who had their first match on on this TV show they're trying to build her up against the Beast in Nyla Rose. I don't know how her struggling to beat an unknown person makes her number one contender or, or leaves her in a position to to build her up and elevate I, her. Yeah, no, I totally get it. Next up, you had Mox and Hager. We got a little video package. Yeah, which I thought was a uh, a very good use of TV time. It, was a, it, it went through everything that we saw in recent weeks, but um, – I think this was a rare video package that I don't think we really see in AEW. I know a lot of people are like, oh my god, this video package is the best of all time in past, which I disagreed with, but I thought this was a good use of TV time, especially since the way the landscape of wrestling is right now. Yeah. 
Uh, after that, we had that Jake Roberts promo that I spoke about, which led into Lance Archer defeating Marco Stunt, which just like the Hikaru Shida match, I don't think this should have taken as long as it did. I agree. I certainly don't think Marco Stunt should have gotten anything on Archer. I agree with you, but I think that it was better than Harper. Um, Yeah. I think that this was better than Harper because you still had that larger guy taking on the smaller competitor, um, which I'm always a fan of. And I liked afterwards when, when Archer chokeslammed Marco Stun into the crowd. Or into yeah, the, that was a into cool spot. <laughs> but... And that, and that's ultimately this is because Cody Cody's like you can't just step into AEW and have a match against me on your first night. Yeah. So that's why I think the the it would make sense where the finals would lead to Cody versus Lance Archer, where Lance Archer probably hopefully mm-hmm. gets the the upper hand the the win. Yeah. After that, we see a Dark Order vignette where Mr. Brody Lee, Mr. Brody Lee, damn it, <laughs> um, was kind of uh, a lot like uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah, that seems I saw to be more, the trend. I saw more people saying it this week that it was a complete ripoff of Vince McMahon, and then with the addition of last week... Um, and then the stuff like where where uh, Brody corrects his name, and it's, it's yeah. Mister Brody Lee correcting how the "We Are One" phrase is said, yelling at somebody for yawning. You know, which is I one still... of those uncontrollable like, things. Yeah, I, I, and also I don't know, maybe like us. Uh, uh, I don't know. I we we heard I don't a know. story it, it doesn't recently. Really bother me too much. I think it's just annoying where like we were happy and excited that Brody Lee was going to be in AEW as the Exalted One, and then it turned out that the Exalted One is literally the higher power Vince McMahon character. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, I thought it was going to be better. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see how we'll see it, what happens. How, yeah, we'll see how it turns out. Uh, maybe next week we'll see... A a gym montage with Brody Lee. (laughs) But the matchup next, we saw the Natural Nightmares, the team of Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall, defeating 8-9, making their... Oh, they didn't even make a big deal. I don't think that it was 8-9's debut. No. I I think that that's really messed up. I I think that these guys should have been given more credit. But just like Hikaru Shida's match, just like Lance Archer's match, why are these no-name people and weak people getting moves on the the established names and more dominant people? I I, I don't know. It seems to be the trend that they're trying to make it more competitive and not have legit squash matches. Even though you know the outcome, I, I don't mind it. But sometimes, if it's done properly, like when it's Hoyt and stuff like that, they shouldn't. Why do you, why do you not say Archer? I don't know. You're probably don't screwing you, me up. Why don't you say Lance? Well, he's not Lance Hoyt, and I say Vance because I was a big fan of <laughs> of Vance in, in WWE. So is he Vance? No, he's Lance Archer. 
So you're going to call him Lance? He's got a Bank? nickname that I don't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, but after this match, Brody Lee came out, stared down Dustin, uh, and then went into the ring and powerbombed either eight or nine. I don't know which one it was. Whoever took one the, the com- loss. One of the competitors. Yeah. Up next was Chris Jericho in a hot tub cutting a promo, and uh, Vanguard 1 flew in, and he offered Vanguard a spot again in the inner circle. He had a small little t-shirt, which melted my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I thought it was really funny, but uh, he gives the, the t-shirt, he hangs on Vanguard 1. Vanguard flies away, and Jericho goes, Release the hounds! And little dogs come out to chase Vanguard, who flew away. I thought that was really funny. I thought it was a great segment. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I love Y2J, what he's doing, and especially when he's interacting with Vanguard. I mean, Vanguard's really stealing the show, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after that, they aired a, a video package with the Young Bucks wrestling uh, in a ring in a, in a tennis court, which I don't know if that was their house, one of their houses, but... If it, it is, seemed like seemed God like it. Damn, jeez, they got some house. Yeah, that's young bucks got that old... young buck money. You know, Nevada. <laughs> is that where they live? Yeah, that was some house, man. Yeah, you could get a lot of property in Nevada. Uh, but the main event, we I don't I didn't understand what the the full purpose of that video package was. I don't know if it was just to keep. Uh, Nick off of TV more because mm-hmm. I think he was saying he wasn't ready to return but yeah. I don't know but the uh, the main event saw Sean Spears teaming up with Sammy G to take on and defeat Darby Allen and Cody uh, all the heels ended up attacking Cody behind the referee's back which I kind of I mean I hated because, like, how does it make sense that Britt Baker and Penelope Ford are going to attack Cody? Yeah. That I can understand. I just, I didn't get that at all. But the person, I think, who signed the most in this was Darby Allen. He Why? Climbed, I mean, he's just, I think he was the best competitor in this match. He climbed up that, uh, the pole in that warehouse gimmick that, that he filmed in. And uh, and did the the coffin drop onto Spears and Sammy? Yeah, but the the whole end of this match was just a cluster. Uh, a lot know. lot was taking was happening. It just it didn't make sense. Like the the heel team went to go use the chair, but Darby took it away to save Cody, who shouldn't have even been in the ring. And then Sammy took the chair from uh, from Darby, or. Not from Darby. He, well, yeah, he took the chair from Darby, leading Darby to turn his back on Spears, who who got the pin. But it's like yeah. Cody should not have been there. He just was on commentary last week, calling out referee officiating and stuff. Mm-hmm. And here, in, in the match that he's in, like the most important of everything, the referee did absolutely nothing to keep Cody out of the ring. No. And if that had happened, Cody wouldn't have never been in the ring. Uh, it would have changed everything. But Darby ends up uh, punching Cody after that match, so I guess it uh, reignites there. I believe they had a rivalry. So um, they have the uh, that first round match for the TNT Championship. When does that start? Next week? Yeah, it starts next week. 
There we go. Which I believe they ended up taping a bunch of stuff. I don't. I read somewhere somebody said that uh, that QT Marshall has a place in Georgia. Also, I don't know if it's the same place or not. Mm-hmm. Um, that they taped a bunch of stuff and a po- uh, police, I believe they said, tried to shut them down, but apparently AEW had the proper permits that they needed. Yeah, so they just stuck around. And that they were but... able to film up until May, which apparently, I I. I, I th- I think they were able to film up until May as per the news gimmicks, but uh, WWE's apparently only got up until next uh, Wednesday. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I don't so know. where do you want to go into? You want to go into NXT? Uh, I think we should just go into... Monday Night Raw? Monday Night Nitro. Kicking off. He's with here. Undertaker. Uh, yeah. Calling out Alan Jones. Yeah. Again, looking like the American badass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Taker listed off a bunch of attitude error and uh, ruthless aggression guys and said that AJ Styles couldn't hang with them, and that's why it took him so long to show up. And then I, I like that he brought up the faith breaker. Yeah, he said Taker. Uh, I mean, he said that uh, AJ is probably jealous that Michelle McCool got the faith breaker over. Yeah, she does a better Styles class than uh, Clash than he does. Yeah, and then he uh, mentioned having Gallows and Anderson there, and that they'll feel the wrath of the unholy Trinity. So what does that? What is that? Well, there's the obvious choice of Kane, the most unlikely choice of Sting. I saw a lot of people wanting Papa Shanga, which would be very interesting. And, like, finally he gets a... They have two damn WrestleManias in New Orleans and don't use Papa Shango. <laughs> but it would be very interesting if Papa Shango shows up. Uh, I saw some people hoping for Mankind. Really? People I, actually think that this will be end up being people? It can't just be a brush-over thing. If he's going to be Undertaker with uh, facing all three members of the OC, he's got to have some sort of... I don't maybe I don't want to say backup, but like maybe the Unholy Trinity is actually where it like starts as the Undertaker that we know right now, and then somehow like there's a lake of reincarnation... <laughs> Yeah, right. And he comes back as American badass and fights off one of the the members of the OC and then he goes back into the lake or whatever and, and ends the match or whatever or or takes another one out where he's got like the the purple gloves or the gray gloves. I I don't know. If there is a unholy trio, it would be Undertaker, Kane, and maybe Mankind. Yeah, I don't know. I saw also uh some people hoping for the Acolytes. I know uh, it would be interesting to see what JBL looks like as an acolyte. I don't uh, necessarily see that happening. He was supposed to go in the Hall of Fame this year, but oh, not, or probably right still will, right? Yeah, he still will. Um, so it would be interesting to see who the unholy trinity is. If trinity. it's even people, I yeah. Again, I I mean, we don't even know what kind of a match this is. The right, and I match. still I still think it would be some sort of graveyard match where it's like. I, I think it's going to end up being a graveyard match style match, but I think it's going to be very doctored up. Like it's going to be very similar to the uh, Foley Rock. <laughs> I match. what I hope. Okay, Foley versus Rock, as in like the empty arena match from Sunday Night Heat. Yeah. Though one I still, thing I still that I still actually hope... really hate the ending. Why? 
because I hate that they had the camera like on the rock's face and, and like as he's t- being as he's terrified of the forklift coming down on him. Oh yeah, yeah. That 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 one video, yeah. that one clip, it never I never understand why they showed that clip because that just made it so uh, corny. But yeah, but that's like I mean even we just saw something similar on SmackDown. In, well, the fiend, not exactly well, like that, but it's no, still like no, the I, whole like the movie magic sort of aspect. No, no, I, I don't mean it. I don't think that's corny. I mean like corny and like it seemed like very comedic, uh, airplane style slapstick comedy to me. Uh, corny with that clip. I just hope that it's in normal color. Yes, and not black and white or. Yeah, I'm, I hope it's not black and white because uh, when WCW did whatever they want to call it with Vampiro and Sting, it was like night vision almost. It was black and white. And it's like, brother, <laughs> that whole episode of Nitro is a mess or whatever it was on was a mess. And uh, it ends up in the ring where it's in color. That's weird. It's just, yeah, it's a big mess. But uh I just, I, I don't know. I, I'm down to see, are you down to see old Undertaker gimmicks come out here or no? Um, Would that be too goofy? I don't know. I think it'd be yeah. too goofy, but. Probably goofy. <laughs> I, but I'd kind of mark it... out if like. Yeah. You know, the wide tie and stuff. I'd still mark. But next up, you had good old uh, Becky Lynch. Yeah. She came out to introduce her match from uh, WrestleMania 35. And when she goes take a look, I was expecting a clip. I was oh, expecting no, she them gave to... a lot more than a clip. <laughs> I was expecting she goes, Oh, take a look. And I was expecting like the end of the match. But I should have known better. Nope. She gave the <laughs> entire thing. They they played the full match, Charlotte versus Becky versus Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania thirty five. And then they cut back around thirty five ish minutes later to uh Becky still standing on the stage. For her to uh, talk about Shayna Baszler, maybe stealing the spotlight from Ronda Rousey, and I, I really don't understand why they show like the entire match. I I think I, it's it, just to highlight Ronda Rousey being involved, yeah. kind of, and and to tie in the the four horsewomen. I just couldn't watch it. But uh, she she said, if you don't lose, then you maybe steal Ronda Rousey's spotlight. If you do lose, then you're going to still be in her shadow. And Shayna Baszler showed up and pretty much out of nowhere locked in that Kirafuda clutch and slammed Becky onto the table, which I thought was really good. But as we know, normally like with go-home shows, whoever gets the upper hand on that go-home show is not getting the upper hand at WrestleMania. And I want Shayna Baszler to defeat Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. But I don't know. I'm. I guess we'll find out. Up next, we saw Alistair Black defeat Jason Cade. Again, I don't know how any of these matches make any sense. His opponents, Lashley, he's double the size of these opponents of his. Yeah, I, I think it's just they don't have anybody else to put in there against Black, so they're like, all right, let's just call somebody that could that's in within 15 minutes of here. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. But I, again, it's. Bobby Lashley's a, a, a big muscle guy. Yeah. 
Um, but he picks up a quick victory over Jason Cade. Uh, next up, we had Kevin Owens and the Raw Tag Team Champions, Street Profits, pick up a victory over Seth Rollins, Angel Garza, and the debuting, main roster debuting. No, not main Raw roster debuting. debut. Raw debut. Austin Theory. Which Zelina Vega announced that Andrade's out with a rib injury. Um, but it's all weird because, like, Austin Theory just lost to Tyler Breeze last week on NXT, so... But what it's still it was still okay that Zelina Vega was able to tie in the fact that she's able to have the NXT hookup where she gets like the hottest uh, and and best talent in NXT like like uh, Angel Garza. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that it was tied together at least. Um, during this match, though, Montez Ford completely missed that uh, that dive onto Austin Theory. Yeah, no BN. But I don't know. I did, a lot of people. I, I saw a lot of people saying it was Seth Rollins' fault for missing the spot. Mm-hmm. How and did then, you? What? Yeah. No. How did you like Austin Theory? I'm such a fan of Austin Theory. Like a hundred percent. Like next WrestleMania, I want John C- John Cena. This year is talking about the future. Mm-hmm. I don't want to face the Fiend. I want the future. He could lose to to the Fiend this year and still go to WrestleMania 37. In Hollywood, California, and and face Austin Theory, he could go shot shot right up to the top. I I I agree with you, and I mean, back then we remember he was cutting promos on John Cena, so maybe we'll see it at some point. Yeah, back then, as in like what? What was that? That was like two, three years ago. What couldn't have been two, two years, years ago? Years ago, maybe one and a half. I don't know. Yeah, Kevin Owens uh, hit Angel Garza with a stunner after the match. And, uh, I mean, not after the match, to end the match. And uh, Seth Rollins, as soon as the match was over, hit hit uh, Kevin Owens with that curb stomp. Yeah, like right away. And um, uh, did we go to a commercial break? No, I think it went. he went right into the promo. So Kevin Owens spoke about Seth Rollins after that match and uh, all the accomplishments and how he didn't get them on his own and how he knows that other people are the reason why he won the NXT championship, why he won the, the WWE universal championship. And he also, he said, you, you also had backup rounds. Even if you don't want to admit it, you also had backup. We're the same. Seth Rollins though, has won every single match at WrestleMania. Kevin Owens has lost all four of his matches at WrestleMania or all three. I mean, because he wasn't booked last year. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So, do the, does the tradition continue? Does Seth Rollins is is he the new Undertaker? Hmm. I I don't know. And then <laughs> in a few years, Brock Lesnar defeats Seth Rollins. That would be interesting if he does uh, carry it out, keeps it going. But next up, you had uh, our buddy. Our buddy, Edge. our buddy, yeah. our buddy, everybody, you know, in a dark room with no curtains. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he was he was speaking about how Orton is jealous of Edge's passion and that the only time Orton has passion is when Edge is there, which was and the last time he said that he had passion was nine years ago when Edge was there. 
It was a good promo, uh, kind of reminiscent of a uh, mankind ish. Maybe why? Just because the like yeah, it dark... was like a it was like a dark room. He was like kind of like shaking back and forth, kind of like a nervous esque, not nervous, but like amped up, kind of like mankind would be. Mm-hmm. All right, which I even can... more so if this match, like if Mick Foley is not the guest referee of this of this match, I would love to know was he ever supposed to be. Because they wrote him in to be perfectly fit for that role. I I don't even know what they're going to do with it. Well, it's a last man Sandy match, so... I assume nah. one of them won't walk out. <laughs> I assume one of them will uh, not, not stand up. <laughs> match up next saw Asuka defeating Caden Carter from NXT... Which I pop for her being on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that we always pop for her being on TV. And it wasn't a squash match, but again, it was pretty obvious that Asuka was going to be winning this. Mm-hmm. Uh, which she then hops on commentary to yell at Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, who she'll be facing at WrestleMania. I I'm, think that it was a good showing by Kaden Carter. Yeah, I'm a fan of hers. Yeah, for sure. Next up, they showed a recap of Lesnar no, 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 versus... No, 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 Before that, they showed Rhea Ripley uh, from earlier on in the night arriving to the Performance Center only to be attacked by Charlotte in the most dangerous setting possible, the, the, the outside of the Performance Center. Yeah. Everyone gets attacked there. No security. It... What's going on there? Yeah, they. So I don't know why somebody always gets attacked there. Or, or it happened kidnapped. on NXT this week. <laughs> or or kidnapped. Yeah. You know. But we'll get to that. Yes, of course. But yeah, so this led into Lesnar Rey Mysterio uh, Survivor Series of last year. Um, you know, good times. Which, we were man, that. it was so much fun to see Dominic in that storyline. To me, at least, I, I pop big time for that. I, I didn't pop big time. I thought it was cool and weird at the same time that like this is little Dominic, <laughs> um, but, you know. Yeah, but uh, that leads into the closing of Monday Night Raw. Brock Lesnar or Lesnar, if you watch the NCAA uh, championship match from 2000, and Paul Heyman in the ring. Hyping up Brock Lesnar's past opponents and how legendary they are, like The Rock, Stone Cold, or not Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, Hulk Hogan. Uh, but Brock still defeated them. <laughs> and he said, next week, they'll be talking about how great Drew McIntyre was and how great of an opponent he was of Brock Lesnar. But he'll be walking out just like everybody else. A loser. And I, I did you watch this stuff about Drew McIntyre? I did. I thought we were supposed to maybe like know who that was with him. I don't know who that was. I yeah, I don't know where he's running in a, a field. And I, I saw people like, how is he in Scotland if he's got to be in Florida and they're not letting people travel? It's like, brother, calm down. They obviously filmed it like weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, some people. <laughs> But yeah, I thought that was a great video. I I assume they're going to air that before his match. Yeah, they they have to. It's it's prime for it. Which also, again, Becky Lynch showed up in that truck. That again, that 
Chris, I Chris did say that it was probably for Mania's entrance, and I, I have a very hard time believing it wasn't. Yeah, no, I think that, that was a good catch by him, and I I could definitely see it being for that reason. If like um, I would love to know, like, what would the entrance have been? You know, that's the thing that stinks is that there's so many things where it's like I just want to ultimately see what the stage was supposed to look like. We're mm-hmm. robbed of that. I want to see it. Unless they're coming back for uh, 38 to Tampa. Nah. I know. I think, would, would, you, would that be like the, the nice thing to do? The right thing to do? <laughs> or, yeah. or have like Tampa have to rebid for it? I I think that they should. Have to rebid or just go No, back no. I, I think that Tampa should be, should get something. Uh, but not next year, obviously, since they have Los Angeles. And, I don't know. Oh, would... oh, oh my God. Oh, what happened? I just, I just remembered. I don't think that stadium is fully built, even. It's supposed to open later this year with, uh, I think, I think Taylor Swift is supposed to open in the, the new Ram Stadium in, in California. Oh, well, that's not going to happen. I don't know. It, well, the, the Lover Fest is July as of now, so I don't know if that's going to get canceled or not, but I think it's I can see it being canceled. I don't know. I hope that next Mania, it, I hope that they do do it at Tampa Bay. But that just like, I just like clicked right there that maybe that stadium is not even finished yet. Yeah. Because I, I, I know, I know when they announced WrestleMania, it wasn't officially finished and they were still doing work on it. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the times like this, maybe it's uh, halted. I don't know. I think so. But that was Monday Night Raw. Moving over to Wednesday nights, back over to Wednesday nights, we had Velveteen Dream defeating Bobby Fish, which I have to assume next week we were going to see something with Velveteen Dream versus Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. Maybe we will, but uh, he cuts a promo on Adam Cole afterwards, which all led to, uh, which I think will all lead to Velveteen Dream getting a title shot. And well-deserved. Do you, are are they gonna are they having anything NXT related this weekend? No, we had yeah. the one takeover match uh, as the main event here. We have the takeover match next week in uh, the the ladder match and the Champa and Gargano. Hmm. Yeah. After that, though, we saw Malcolm Bivens interviewed about his new team, uh, which was basically just to put the Broserweights on notice. Yeah, and they cut the last names off of the two wrestlers. I can't see them taking the titles from them, though. I don't know. And then a lot of people were getting angry at Bivens' name, the Bivens Enterprise. Why? Everybody was saying that they were ripping off um, Marty Skrull with Villain Enterprise. Oh. Everybody was saying that they were being ripped off. What is happening? Is Marty Skrull still on TV anywhere? Ring of Honor. Is he still... He's still with Ring of Honor? Yeah. Hmm. All right. And you could see him on uh, the Wrestling Figure... Major Wrestling Figure podcast vlog. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Next up, you had Dexter Loomis making his debut. Uh, taking on and defeating Jake Atlas. Uh, Dexter Loomis. I dig his Titan Tron. I dig the theme song. I dig the gimmick. Yeah, theme song is complete. Like I'm going to kill you. 
yeah, like he, but, <laughs> like he has always had that sort of a a gimmick, a, a serial killer gimmick. Like even in TNA, he had that sort of a gimmick, and he just he works it really well. Yeah. Um, but I like the I like the Titantron how it was like it come fades in and out of like focus. Yeah, it was very. It was like watching a horror film, but just the entrance alone was just. Ugh, yeah. Was me. <laughs> do do people know. still say heebie-jeebies or? <laughs> yeah, why not heebie-jeebies? But he picks up the victory with a a move similar to the uh, Anaconda I would, Vice. I would just call it the Anaconda Vice. Well, it wasn't. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. be, well, because the Anaconda Vice, they wrap the he takes the far arm. The arm. Yeah, and cranks it up while with this it's more he doesn't do that with the arm it's just like a headlock um but i feel like this match could have been a lot quicker also like who's like who's jake atlas here yeah it was his very first match obviously also dexter will miss return first time since uh last june i believe yeah he was injured i believe yeah so it's like who is Jake Atlas, he's just making his debut. Why is this guy that we don't know getting some offense? In Although there. again, it could just go back down to the the factor of them not wanting to have a squash match because they're going to eventually build up Jake Atlas as Jake Atlas. Yeah, that's true too. I didn't think about that. I mean, a lot of these competitors are not. It's not they're bringing in people like, uh, um, what's his face, um, Jason Cade. You know, it's not like they're, yeah, 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 like these are actually people that they, like you just said, are probably going to be brought into uh, the storyline within a few months or within the year. They wrestle as that on the indies too, like Leon, Leon uh, Ruff. Mm hmm, mm hmm. So, but up next was a Killer Cross promo. Again, we don't know if his name is going to be Killer Cross in WWE. Yeah, but we did hear. I think it was a woman on his video this week. Maybe it's uh it's it's definitely Killer Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux. Yeah, 100%. The question is, what kind of a gimmick is it? You know, what kind of a gimmick is Scarlet Bordeaux with Killer Cross? Honestly, I think it's just going to be what we saw in Impact. Mhm. Hey, I'm all game. I think it's going to be great. Match up next, we saw Dakota Kai pick up a victory in a gauntlet match, which led to a, uh, not which led to, for the number one contendership of the uh, that ladder match, that last spot. But it starts out with Deanna Perrazzo getting eliminated by Shotzi Blackheart, which I thought was surprising, but not surprising at the same time, because, um, well... Shotzi's been having that uh, underdog-esque rise so far. Um, yeah. She eliminated Shayna Baszler from that battle royal unexpectedly. Almost the second time, too, you know? I I feel like she's one of those wrestlers that you just can't um, underestimate. Yeah, and I thought she could have definitely been, like, that ultimate underdog to go on to face the champion, but, uh, who, like, would go on to win the ladder match, but she she made uh, Zia Lee tap out, um, which part of me thought shouldn't have happened because Zia Lee's got, like, that, like, she she broke Aaliyah's nose with her kick. 
Yeah. She should be like that almost undefeatable person. Mm-hmm. But she did a sit-up bridging cattle mutilation to her, which I marked out for. I thought that was really cool. And then uh, Aaliyah tapped out to, a, 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 I would say, a modified version of that sit-up bridging cattle mutilation that she did. I'm I'm just happy that Aaliyah didn't win. <sighs> but, but that's just... That's just me. She eliminated Caden Carter with that uh, senton, and then Raquel Gonzalez gets involved, which eventually allowed uh, Dakota Kai to pick up the victory. So it was a cheap victory. Maybe I don't think we'll see anything with that further on, but I don't know. I think that we. It's very possible that we do see more. Like it's with... possible we see Shotzi Blackheart like run down to the ring next week to prevent Raquel from getting involved. Oh, that could be interesting. Maybe a little side feud of Blackheart versus Raquel. I'm still thinking maybe we'll get. Uh, I don't know. I, I, if it's not Eo, I would say maybe Tegan Knox as the winner. Hmm. And then Dakota Kai and her still continue their feud over the championship. I I want to see not over the championship. Dakota Kai has to defeat Charlotte or Rhea Ripley first. I want to see EO pick up the victory. I love EO's theme song. Yeah, but I don't. That's the thing. It's very tough to tell. Like, will Flair become the champion? Ah. Uh, will she become the first ever women's champion? <laughs> the first ever woman to win the NXT Women's So now, do you think that she should? I go back and forth because if Flair wins the title, then it's like, holy crap. Like, that's like. She's like the top woman in WWE right now, and here she is. Going down to the third developmental territory brand. Exactly. It's kind of like that Randy Orton right. uh, storyline that we always speak about. where Or, or Dolph he, Ziggler even. Yeah, I, I think that – and it sucks because, of but, course, we want Rhea Ripley to retain and we want like an NXT superstar to pick up the victory on WrestleMania – but on the other hand, I feel like the benefit and the storylines and for progression-wise, I feel like we get a lot more longevity from Charlotte Flair winning. I think ultimately we'd be best to have Ripley win and then have Shayna win and then maybe Flair versus Shayna somehow. Uh, I don't, I don't... But we need a reason to keep Charlotte Flair with NXT, though. No, we don't. No, 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 no. Shayna Baszler will become the Raw Women's Champion at WrestleMania. Oh, so you're putting Charlotte... You're removing Charlotte from NXT, period. Right. I don't want she that, She went though. down there, did a little dance, comes back to SmackDown, Raw. She's on the Raw brand so far, officially right now. I don't know. It's... I, I, I don't you, want I don't want Rhea Ripley to to end up losing because then it's like oh yep there's Flair doing what Flair does, but that's okay. I not to me that I not fully to me because it's like if you go back and look at the championship history, it's like the Raw Women's Championship. It's like Flair, Banks, Flair, Banks, Flair, Banks, or whatever, and it went back and forth with a bunch of people, and it's like Flair, 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 Flair. Where it's, I think she's already up to like eight championship wins if she wins this. I know, but I, I think that we get more from it if she does win the championship 
Because think about it, then she's going to face off against NXT competitors. It's going to bring in a huge draw factor to Wednesdays because there are a lot of Charlotte Flair fans out there that will tune in to see her. Especially if, if they I, I, advertise. By the way, sorry to cut you off. It would be mm-hmm. if she wins at WrestleMania, it'd be her twelfth championship reign. I mean, well, I, I I think title reigns in this era, it's kind of it's not like how it used to be because they flip flop so many times back and forth. It's so easy to shatter the records now. But with this, with her, if she does go into NXT and she does win that championship. You can end up having like a uh, Charlotte Flair versus Io Shirai feud, her versus Baszler feud. Uh, oh, not Baszler. I'm sorry. Um, just all of these other NX Dakota Kai. I think that we get a lot more from her working with the people from NXT. Plus, it's a great. Le- I mean, it's a great learning experience and everything for all those people in NXT. Because at some point, Charlotte Flair does have to lose to somebody down there. So, yeah, I, it, it would be something we have never seen before. We it, it's literally somebody who main evented WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I think it, it I think that it would be okay. Rhea Ripley, she has she's been I'm not saying champion. it's not okay. It's just what I would prefer. <laughs> why, Rhea, could, why could this be for Eddie Orton, damn it? I that's the thing. Why I feel like this, we why be... couldn't this match for NXT have been Adam Cole versus Edge? Because now we would. So now, if it was Randy Orton, and we're like, all it right, should have. Put... I, I had Edge booked completely to to win the Raw Rumble, and then he goes on to to say, "Oh, uh, I'm Monday Night Raw. Oh, I don't know who I'm going to challenge." Then he shows up on SmackDown. Oh, I don't know who I'm going to challenge. Shows up on NXT next week, calling out the champion Adam Cole, and he's like, "Guess what? WrestleMania, we're going to dance." And then who? And then who wins though? Edge. Edge see, becomes the NXT champion. And then what? And then uh, and then but he then rules the, the territory, brother. I don't know. I I I think that it's okay. It's like if Randy Orton versus Keith Lee for the North American Championship took place. Who would you want to win? I'm a Keith Lee, but who would uh, exactly? But who would ultimately be better for business? <laughs> Just exactly. no, no, I'm not even necessarily better for business though. It's just I think. Yes, Orton, it, no, you're correct. No, no, it, no, 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 no. Because I think Orton could go down to NXT and not win every single match that he's put in, and still elevate the brand because he's Randy Orton. Of course, but and I, he could elevate all the people there. It's Randy Orton. So, so Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. I mean, we would want Randy Orton to win though. Because then that brings Randy Orton into that territory to stay down there and work with these people. Well, the matchup next we saw was Kushida <laughs> defeating Joaquin Wild, which uh, I thought was funny. Sam Roberts, by the way, was on commentary this week. But uh, right. it's funny because as I was tweeting out saying how much I hate Wild's gimmick, Sam Roberts was saying the same thing. Yeah. I, man, oh man, did I wish I wish this match was so much more like uh, Joaquin Wilde's match that he had against Isaiah Scott on 205 Live last week. That was a fantastic match that I don't know who's booking that, who's booking 205 Live, but it was such like an NXT-esque like, style yeah. match and almost like near takeover quality, I would say. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so good, but like this, like this match wasn't bad. It was just like a filler match. 
Yeah. And yeah, I know. I like Kushida playing to the crowd too on his entrance. Yeah, which is always I think always funny when a uh, wrestler in times like this have to pay uh, have to play to the crowd. I think it's funny. Yeah. Cuz I mean, we still pop. Of course. So but, main event of the no, evening. No, 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 because before that backstage or or in the back lot of the damn performance center, not the performance center. I made a mistake. Oh, I completely made a mistake when I was talking about Charlotte and and Rhea Ripley even. Because this was at the this was at Full Sail when they did it. This Oh. Was, yeah, so uh so Rhea Ripley uh was that at the Performance Center or, or Full Sail? I don't know. I think it was Performance Center. Yeah, so maybe there are two dangerous uh outsides. That one I dude, think outside... that one dude was arrested outside yeah. there and shot. Jeez. But uh, Joaquin Wilde was abducted by Dark Order Black and Yellow in different masks this time outside of Full Sail University, just like Raul Mendoza was a few weeks ago. And it's it's weird segments, too, when they do get kidnapped because it's like the other person doesn't put up a fight. It's just like it's kind of like the scene from old old school where they just kidnap people and they're just like, get in the car, get in the car. It's kind of like it keeps on reminding me of that scene from old school. Never seen that film. Don't like Will Ferrell. Really? You've never seen that? No, but I still think it might be El Hijo del Fantasma. He's with the company. I think it's so. uh, Who's two? Who? There's two people though. Oh no 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 no! Those are just minions. Those are Dark Order minions. Oh. Yeah. Uh. King Cuerno would be the exalted one, pal. <laughs> um, I'm not familiar with him. Well, from AAA, from uh, Impact, from Lucha Underground. Nope, nope. From CMLL. Yeah, no. Oh, no. Famous, his father. Who? Famous was uh, Phantasma, El Phantasma. Nope, but we did have a main event. I do know these guys. And this was, in fact, a TakeOver match. It was on the the screen, billed as NXT TakeOver. Keith Lee picks up the victory, defends that title successfully over Damian Priest and Dominic Dijakovic. Nice! Retains the North American Championship. I like some of those spots, like they did the, uh, the Dirty Dancing uh, lift and reverse D- the D- the DDT reversal with Damian mm-hmm. Priest and Dijakovic. I I think that they have great spots together. This match was really good, and I'm really like sad for the three of them that they didn't get to perform it in front of a crowd, especially a takeover, a Mania takeover crowd. Yeah, but I, I feel like they're gonna have their spot at some point. I just it was a really good match. They had the Doomsday Device spinning heel kick from the both of them also onto uh, Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. And then Priest rips out that nightstick and uh, Dijakovic ducked it, hit the, the Feast Your Eyes, followed by a huge pounce by Keith Lee, and uh, he hits the, the Big Bang Catastrophe to win. Nah. Great but match. I agree. Next up, you had SmackDown kicking off with the Usos making their way down to the ring, cutting a promo them. as they walk, only to be interrupted by the New Day. Oh, people at home! I thought that was uh, I, I, I popped for that. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, it was supposed to be Miz TV, but uh, those two teams, it looked like they were going to fight. And then Miz and Morrison came out, cut a promo, and both of them collectively went after them. Then they ended up fighting each other, and uh, Miz and Morrison came out on top. Hey, hey, ho, yeah. ho. Did you see the, the music video, by the way? Um, I actually did not. Fantastic. Miz and Morrison, fantastic. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Yeah. Uh, first match of the evening saw Tamina Snuka defeat Lacey Evans and Naomi. Um, and it's Tamina. Next. Yeah, obviously they. Oh, I thought you were correcting me to say it wasn't uh, Tamina Snuka. Oh no, I'm I'm good on this match. Well, <laughs> Bailey and Sasha were on commentary here, and I liked Lacey Evans when she came out. She put her hat on Michael Cole's head, and he literally he just like no sold it, and I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. But Sasha Banks gets involved, attacks Lacey Evans, Naomi attacks her. Then Bailey eventually attacks Naomi, leading to Tamina uh, getting the victory. Bailey went to congratulate Tamina, got hit with a super kick. Banks tried to be like, hey, like uh, Team Bad, you know, Unity. But she, she got dropped. Yeah. It didn't so there work wasn't out. a Team Bad reunion there. Mm mm. Up next, they played the best match of the night. Just kidding. It was Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 24, uh, also known as Ric Flair's farewell match from WWE. Sitting there racking my brain out. Why are they playing this match? Maybe they're going to show HBK after this to tie it into to the match. Maybe they're going to show Charlotte Flair for some reason on SmackDown to tie it into WrestleMania. Maybe they're going to tie into a superstar who was like I saw that match and it inspired me to do this and then it goes into them talking about Elias and King Corbin yeah it, it was a very then, random... and then Michael Cole just goes by the way Goldberg's facing Braun Strowman so nonchalant <laughs> completely brushes over it brother what I texted you right away I'm like wait did I just miss like did I just miss this, like, something that was supposed to happen? I, like, what? Like, yes, like, you, the rumors came out. The rumors stuff. came out, yes, the rumors came out that Roman Reigns was out of WrestleMania because he is susceptible to this more than more people, more than most people. But then you had Triple H saying that he's going to be but written I, in a unique way. I watched that interview, and I don't think he specifically says the words... Uh, in regards to Roman Reigns, I think he was talking about WrestleMania in general. I, I don't mean, think he was saying he'll be written off with a very interesting storyline. To me, it sounded like the words he said was about WrestleMania in general and nobody knowing how it will go. But there's no explanation. I maybe I mean they really don't want to mention coronavirus. Yeah, but they just, they didn't. It's just so random. I mean, yeah, it just. I but I, I thought that it was weird. Just to backtrack to the match that it, that they did, Flair versus HBK. It made no sense to me. But uh, I'm very happy too because rewatching the match, I had such a uh, appreciation for the match. Like I, it really like me and you. We bash when old older wrestlers wrestle and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that wasn't but, even the end of his career. Huh? That wasn't even the end of his career. 
What did he go to TNA after? Or no. <laughs> yeah, he wrestled till 2011. Two more years. Ah, no, I was trying years. to figure that out. I'm like, did he actually wrestle again after that? Yeah, his last match was uh, against Sting in 2011. Um, I but this match between Ric Flair and HBK was really unbelievable. Especially HBK broke his ribs during this match. Early on. Uh, yeah, which I was surprised you didn't remember. You didn't yeah, know. I didn't. I didn't remember it. Yeah, during that moon, um, the moonsault spot to the outside of the ring, where he uh, goes like right into the commentary table. Right. That's where he broke. I, his I wish. I wish they did like pop up video style replays to make us uh-huh. more interested in watching the match over. Yeah. Yeah. But so earlier yeah. in the night, though, they had uh, Tucker backstage, big Tucky. <laughs> <laughs> training and uh and they had the the time splitter gimmick which i can't call it that anymore which we'll get to but it said the truth will be heard uh and then mandy rose showed up nothing came of it but later on otis was talking to ticket and got a text from him and like scurried off quickly and then big tucker Defeats Dolph Ziggler via disqualification because Dolph Ziggler hit uh, the zigzag on the steel steps. Uh, and then Mandy and Sonya came out to stop Dolph. Yeah, Ziggler was about to crush Tucker with the steel step. And then the time splitter gimmick turns into one. And a hacker shows up on screen and plays a video of Mandy and Sonya getting ready for Mandy's date. GTV is back. I pop big time. <laughs> I yeah, but it, but it shows Sonya Deville sending that text message, which we speculated on weeks of ago, course. back in February. Sends a text message to Otis and deletes all the responses that Mandy Rose gets. My peach. <laughs> I, I I love this entire storyline, and I love Otis. His entire heart emoji. <laughs> And then uh, it ends with Sonya begging for forgiveness. Mandy walks off. Otis chases after Ziggler. Doesn't catch him, though. Uh, kind of catches him. but Almost Ziggler did. Still, yeah. And then backstage, Sonya Deville kept trying to beg uh, Mandy to talk to her. But Mandy walked off. Yeah. And I, and I got to say, I love Instagram. I did pop onto there. And Sonya Deville is playing it up. Like, I she saw just... her curse on Twitter. I was like, ooh, oh my. Yeah, she like posted like a bunch of pictures of her and Mandy saying how, how far back they go and people don't understand and this like that, this and that. And I'm like, I appreciate the entire uh, selling of it. But in regards to Dolph Ziggler and Tucker, this, I said, uh, I believe uh, during the kickoff show for WWE elimination chamber, when Daniel Bryan was facing Drew Gulak, uh, huh. I really want like a cruiserweight classic style tournament with a bunch of people who wrestle in the similar style. And I think uh, Tucker would fit. I think Otis would fit. Obviously, D. Bryan, Gulak, I think they would fit. Mm-hmm. I'd be such a fan of that. And you do it up in like the Manhattan Center or, or Hammerstein. That'd be cool. But obviously, that would never happen. So it's like. I'd be down. Sucks. Yeah. But uh, speaking of Daniel Bryan. He picks up the victory over Shinsuke Nakamura via disqualification when Cesaro attacked him. You had Sami Zayn on commentary here again. Uh, Drew Gulak 
hopped onto Cesaro, uh, locked him in that, that front sleeper hold. And uh, he gets shaken off. But Daniel Bryan went to go dive onto Cesaro, gets caught, and body slammed on the commentary table. Yeah. And then the three of them attack Gulak. Cesaro hits a neutralizer. Nakamura hits the Kinshasa. And uh, Sami Zayn hits the Huluva kick on Daniel Bryan. I I I thought I liked his reaction too when he hit it. He's like, "Oh, that feels so good!" Like, Which I don't, I, 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 don't, I thought that, I, I don't want to see Daniel Bryan win the championship. I don't either. It's a repeat of WrestleMania 31 minus the ladders. Yeah, I really don't want to see him win it either. I could. I don't see him winning it. I don't mind him winning it. I just don't want to see it. I don't, don't want to see it. But I also I don't see him winning it. I really don't. I think that we're gonna have somehow Cesaro or Nakamura are, are going to help him retain it. Or Even if or Drew skill. Gulak helps him not, uh, or helps him like win the championship or something. Uh, I I want to see Zayn as champion longer. Yeah. Uh, something interesting to note is that WWE uploaded a video interview of John Cena earlier in the day where he referred to The Fiend as Husky Harris, but it was taken down and uploaded with a different take. That's weird. Different angle, different take, yeah. Uh, and it was basically the end of SmackDown, minus him saying Husky Harris, minus Caleb really? Braxton. That's weird. John Cena came out and addressed all the, the recent stuff happening in WWE with no fans, which uh, I thought was very presidential of him. Yeah. When he started talking, I was like, yo, is John Cena running for president? What's going on here? I, I, I Or I tweeted, can he, can he be president? I like this entrance, too, where he spoke to the camera guy. And he's like, you can actually hear me now. Yeah. Because usually whenever he talks to the camera, you can never hear what he says because of the crowd. But I liked, he's like, this WrestleMania will be the most viewed and the most talked about in the history of WWE. Which yeah. It's like, it's crazy to think about that, where like, how many pe- people were supposed to be at WrestleMania this year aren't at WrestleMania anymore. Yeah. They're now going to be watching at home, most likely. Yeah. But he, he brought up not knowing what a Firefly Funhouse match is, but how it's exactly what the fiend wants and the fiend wants him to not know anything. Mm-hmm. I pop big time. He, he mentioned uh runs house. He's like, I don't care if it's this. I don't care if it's runs house. I don't care if it's the firefly fun house. Um, and John Cena promised to embarrass the fiend at WrestleMania. And then after John Cena accepts the, the challenge, which pretty much should have happened like way before tonight. Um, yeah. officially at least, but, uh, he accepts the challenge. Ramblin' Rabbit shows up, Huskus shows up, Abby and Mercy show up, and, uh, Ramblin' says, you could play with us forever. After you defeat The Fiend, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then The Fiend appears on that perch, the whoosh perch, and, uh... I, I like this. You had smoke up there and stuff, and then he appears... And you have a stare down. Hot damn. Hot freaking damn, baby. Bray Wyatt shows up right behind John Cena and says, let me in. Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy have the same powers and I marked the hell out. 
<laughs> yeah. In, um, what are they called? I'm completely blanking on what Matt Hardy's videos have been called recently. Free the delete. In free the delete, Bray Wyatt's voice can be heard. Or a Bray Wyatt-esque voice can be heard. These two companies are in cahoots, brother. No. <laughs> Come on now. Come what? On. They have the same power. This was taped weeks before before an AEW tape theirs. Hello? Yeah. I don't know, dude. But we do have WWE WrestleMania 36 taking place Saturday and Sunday because it's too big for one night, which uh, a lot of great merchandise have been coming out. Uh, yeah, like they're the, really... The 24-7 champion at home. I thought that was cool. Uh, they had the uh, the getting ready for WrestleMania, and it's like bedroom, bathroom, kitchen, living room, WrestleMania or whatever, watching mm-hmm. on the couch. Uh, kind of hurt though seeing WWE shops selling the WrestleMania chairs. Yeah, what, well, what else would you do with them? Uh, uh, yeah, exactly, hundred percent. No, you uh, what, should... ultimately, I thought you were you're probably about to say it is that the people who who were going to be at WrestleMania should have gotten them. So I think that was a good option. Another good option is to donate the proceeds. To COVID oh yeah, that'd be that, that would also be a good thing. I think that that would have been cool of them to do. They're selling with one. Chairs. They're selling one chair for ninety nine ninety nine or four chairs for two ninety nine ninety nine. I believe. Um, three ninety nine. No. I yeah, I, don't I think, think so. I think four for three ninety nine. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Three ninety nine. Are you sure? I believe. Gonna... I, I believe so. Um. Right. Let's see. New arrivals on the WWE shop. I think so. It is. Oh, gosh. They have so many more things since I last checked. (laughs) They are selling the chair. Are they no longer selling the chairs? Are you kidding me? Where's the chair? The chair's no longer here. Hopefully they decided about charity. The chair is no longer being sold. I wonder, did they, they couldn't have sold out. That'd be interesting. It's not here anymore. That's very interesting. Breaking news. Yeah. Chair's not there. Where is the chair? <laughs> but then they have like the WrestleMania in your house t-shirt, which is funny. That's, that's a cool one. But. I'm, yeah. I'm shocked. The chair's not there. He shook. But it was there. So, so, but yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. So it'll be a very interesting WrestleMania. We'll do some predictions now for the 1800 matches taking place. Oh yeah. Saturday, Sunday, it starts, uh, the kickoff shows on, on FS1. I have no idea if the kickoff show will have matches or not. So ultimately I think WrestleMania is going to be like 12 hours total, including the, the two night kickoffs. But we're going to be seeing WrestleMania 36 live from the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. There are too many matches that I feel like we'll skip if we don't uh, hit all of them. So I'm just going to go bottom up. Uh, Start with Otis versus Dolph Ziggler in a singles match. 
I'm going to go with Otis. Big Otis. Hold up. Big O. No, no, no. You don't get to do that. That's not the same impression. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with Otis, too. Ticket! For the WWE Women's Championship, uh, Tag Team Championship, sorry. I don't. I feel like we haven't seen Kyrie Sane in weeks. She's been in Japan, I think. What? Right? No, not if she. She. Most I thought she went back to tape this match, though. I'm saying. I think that she went back to Japan a while ago, and that's why she hasn't been on TV. There's no way that she she had to have been flown. But out somehow for this she. Match. Yeah, it didn't. Doesn't make sense. It'll to be me. in 2K20. Never. Uh, Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kairi Sane defending the championships against Bliss Cross. I am going with the Kabuki Warriors. Although I would not mind seeing Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross pick up the title victory. I think that would be cool. And I'm pumped to see. I saw Alexa Bliss tweeted out that she's got a theme for her uh, her gear. That's like always like the greatest thing is seeing like all the WrestleMania gear. Yeah, I can so, see um, it being. I don't know. It's got to be Disney themed, right? I hope. Ooh. I saw yeah. a lot of people uh, tweeting out saying Powerline from uh, Goofy Movie. Okay. I'm going with Bliss and Cross. You are too? No, no, I picked the Kabuki Warriors. Oh, you went with Kabuki. All right. Uh, Brandon Kabuki. For the WWE right. Intercontinental Championship, Sami Zayn defending that championship with Cesaro and Nakamura in his corner versus. Daniel Bryan with Drew Gulak in his corner. I am sticking with Sami Zayn, even though that's probably wrong. I'm gonna go with, um, I'm gonna go with Sami Zayn as well. I think it's gonna be by DQ though. Uh, next up, you have last man standing match: Randy Orton take it on Edge. I, it's hard not to go with. Edge on this one. I mean, yeah, he's nine years. Face. It's been nine years since his last uh, WrestleMania match, I should say, because I believe his last WrestleMania appearance was 2012. Yeah, when we were there. Really? For the Hall of Fame. So, oh, oh, oh. he was the the class leader. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I'm going Edge. You going Edge? I um. Go Edge. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Edge. All right, next up you have Elias taking on King Corbin. I'm going to go with... If this match even happens, we don't know. Yeah, if this happens, I guess Elias? Yeah, I would say Elias as well. But this could also be one of those matches where it's like, Eli- ladies and gentlemen, Elias, and he doesn't show up. And it's like King Corbin, ah, all hail King Corbin, I am the champion. Somebody raise my hand, and then all of a sudden, ding, 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 and JBL comes out. And then defeats King Corbin. Or 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 somebody else who's known to have been king, an actual king, King Booker. King Booker! Defeats King Corbin at WrestleMania. Yeah, something tells thinking... me there's got to be some something up that sleeve. There has to be a reason why they did the whole Mufasa and uh, and uh, Scar gimmick. I don't know. I don't know. But next the match up... I'm least looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, agree. Unfortunately, because I like Alistair Black, but he's facing 
Bobby Lashley, I'm going to say Aleister Black. I really do hope this is a black mask, one, two, three. I'm going Aleister Black, too. I can't imagine him being anything other than that. Period. Uh, next up, you have Street Profits defending against Austin Theory and Angel Garza. Um, if Austin Theory wins, he becomes the youngest, outside of Nicholas, the youngest tag team champion to win at WrestleMania. To win at WrestleMania? How many people have won at WrestleMania like that? Nicholas. Yeah, but what about just in general for... Oh, just for like lines? an... I don't, I don't think he's got... Uh, I don't think he makes the list, does he? I don't think so. What do you mean? For for youngest champion? Yeah, he's he's only 22. Right, but other people were like 21. I think that... And 19, I think. I think I saw WWE tweet out that nobody's won it at WrestleMania. Well, at WrestleMania, though. Yeah, That's like for the thing. win at WrestleMania, he would be the youngest. But I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Street Profits. It's difficult, because I certainly don't want to see Street Profits lose the, the title just yet. Yeah. Um, Rene Dupree was 19 years old. Uh, Tyler Bate was 19 years old. Kenny Dykstra was 20. David Flair is on their list for some reason at 20. Hornswoggle was 21. S.A. Rios was 21. One two three was 21. Rey Mysterio was 21. Page was 21. So 22 does not make the list. But for WrestleMania win. Yeah, for WrestleMania. Yeah. So who are you going? I'm going to say, shockingly, Austin Theory and Angel Garza pick up the victory. Huh. I'm telling you, give that give Austin Theory that quick beeline right to the top. Right to right to face John Cena at WrestleMania. Set him up. Make him famous, kid. Just get rid of that beard. Just saying. Next up, you have the triple threat ladder match uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Miz and Morrison defending against New Day and the Usos. What you got, kid? I'm going to say Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho. I'm going to go with... Hmm. I'm going to go with New Day. Why? I don't know. I didn't say why. <laughs> yeah. Up next, we know. have Seth Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah, versus Kevin Owens. I'm going to say Kevin Owens. Ooh. Going with the Kevster. I'm going to go with... Uh... Hmm. Who has the record? Oh, yeah. I'm going with Seth Rollins. <laughs> 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 okay, and that, and I'm gonna keep with Seth Rollins as and well. It's gonna be Kevin Owens' watch. Uh, in in about the record, very first what? Talking about records. Undertaker. Yeah, in the very first ever Boneyard match, the Undertaker will be facing AJ Styles. I'm gonna say Undertaker. Yeah, I'm going Undertaker. Oh no, I deleted it. There we go. <laughs> In a fatal five-way elimination match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, we have the champion Bailey defending that title against Lacey Evans, Tamina, just Tamina, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. I hope to see Bailey retain. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bailey as well. 
Up next, the very first ever Firefly Funhouse match. John Cena versus The Fiend. I'm going with The Fiend. I agree with you. I think that The Fiend will uh, get that revenge that he's seeking. For the WWE Raw Women's Championship, we have the man Becky Lynch defending the title against Shayna Baszler, the submission magician. Going with Shayna Baszler, NXT to the top. You know, the main think, event of WrestleMania 35, probably going to main event at least one of these nights. I would assume yeah. Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler close out night one. That would be nice. I'm going Baszler too. So Becky Lynch would be the first ever, obviously, woman to main event back-to-back WrestleManias. Yeah. More than one WrestleMania for that matter. Uh, for the WWE Universal Championship, Goldberg will be taking on Braun Strowman. Now, this is where it gets weird. Was Roman Reigns supposed to win the the Universal Championship here? Will Braun Strowman win the Universal Championship here? It's so I'm gonna weird. Go with, I'm going to go with Goldberg. I'm going to say Braun Strowman. Wow. All right. Hold his, uh, I mean, I guess technically fourth championship on the main roster because he was two-time tag team champion. Uh, set only his second um, solo, though. Singles, yeah. But what a second solo title to have. Oh, for sure. Next up, WWE Championship on the line. Brock Lesnar going to be defending against Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. You can't do it. You can't do it. You don't do accents. I try. Three. Can you even say three? Yeah. <laughs> Can you not roll your, like, Drew McIntyre? You can't do it. I'm saying Drew McIntyre all the way to the top. You're going with Drew. Hopefully, I mean, not hopefully, but maybe that closes out night too. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I'm going to go with McIntyre too. I think we're going to have a little, uh, Feel good moment. And the last match that we're able to predict at this moment of recording, the NXT Women's Championship will be on the line. Rhea Ripley will be defending that title against Charlotte Flair. You're probably saying Flair. I'm sticking with Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I'm going to go with Flair. Just, you know, it's kind of, and it's weird because usually, normally I would never say, let's go Flair, but I really want to see her stay in NXT. So, which again, ultimately, outside of uh, being disappointed that Rhea Ripley loses, I wouldn't be, uh, Uh, yeah, against against it. it, Yeah, yeah, I know. I I think that overall, we will. It's going to be very unique. There's a lot of people saying like, "Oh, I'm not looking forward to WrestleMania," but it's like, brother, it's WrestleMania. Of course, I'm pumped. I'm like 100 percent like that's. Get like, ready to sit in my room for another 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, I know, like, uh, a lot of people are not looking forward to it and everything like that. I know Chris hasn't really watched it for the past two weeks all that much. Um, and I feel like it's still WrestleMania, 
And yeah. I think that WrestleMania, it's going to deliver. It's still WrestleMania to me, damn it. Yeah, I, I feel like I don't know. And maybe, I don't want to see another one of these. <laughs> maybe I'll get my. Maybe I'm getting. I'm setting myself up to get hurt right now. I don't, but... dude. I'm like so sold on the fact that we have. Like you said it during. Uh, I believe you said it during. Oh, did you say it during AEW or SmackDown, where you're such a fan of the cutaways? Um, like how we're able to see the Fiend and Bray Wyatt both appear in the same scene. I don't remember. But I, I'm like, Sky is the absolute limit when it's taped. Yeah, they really we do can see have... everything. Yeah, and they haven't leaked out anything. Yeah, which it was nice to see that uh, it was reported that if it's apparently if you leak something, you get fired. And I think that's shouldn't that be how it always is? Yeah, I don't know what the I don't know why that's not a thing, but. Yeah, that should be always a thing. But the fact that everything is pre-taped and nothing's been leaked out there, right? Have you seen anything or no? no? Well, the only thing that I had seen was Austin Theory and Braun Strowman. But you haven't seen the results of anything? No. I think that is great that me and you haven't seen any of the results or anything like that. I'm kind of relieved that I could go onto Twitter and I'm not seeing uh, any results at all. I think that WWE has done really a great job with keeping this on lockdown. And I think that I'm excited. Let's see what happens. Yeah. My friend asked me, he's like, Oh, when are you going to watch onward? Cause Disney plus added onward. And I was like, really hoping to see that in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, on like I can only have, I just have like my HD TV up in my room with my PlayStation four. And it's like, I have SmackDown to sit through and I have, Two nights of WrestleMania that start at 6 p.m. for the the kickoff show. So obviously I'm there for the kickoff, regardless. Which is two prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out of what the what it is the content. But it's like I'm I got a lot of hours up in my bedroom that I'd rather. And, and as much as I want to watch onward, I'm just like holding off for now until Mania's over at least. Yeah, I think priorities. You know, <laughs> it's not even but... priorities. It's just like I can't be cooped up here all day. I don't know. Hey, Brandon, you got any shout-outs? Hey there, Hiff. We should listen to Brandon's shout-outs. Well, last week we spoke about how uh, musicians were going to be hosting concerts online, and some of them were already hosting concerts, and how Jimmy Fallon's doing The Tonight Show, and uh, all of them are. Corden and Seth Meyers, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. But Fox aired a bunch of the concerts live last Sunday, and the first shout out is going to the Backstreet Boys because they performed I Want It That Way in five different locations. And I thought that was really cool. I know on that same uh, broadcast, Tim McGraw had, he was in one location and then his band members were all in their own location. And Mariah Carey had backup singers in different locations. Like the, I, the fact that this stuff is taking place is like insane to me. And the fact that they're able to do it, I think, is is incredible. Yeah, I totally I marked out for the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. I I I thought it was really cool. I, I thought that Adam Sandler was really cool with Conan O'Brien. Yeah, he was on uh, Fallon too doing a new coronavirus song. Yeah. Um I mean I'm not really always that a fan of his singing though. Of but, Sandler? Yeah. Well, when you have it recorded in the way it's recorded, it's hard to listen to 
like a Skype or a Zoom conversation yeah. like that. But... I mean, but what was cool, like you had Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Uh, did you re- choke re- on that? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> um, yeah, but I agree with you. I think it's cool. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that's, yeah, Backstreet Boys all the way. Uh, next up, we spoke about him a fair amount on this episode. John Cena's getting the, the next shout out. Because he won his very first championship in WWE at a WrestleMania. In his very first WrestleMania match, do you know when that was? 2003? 2004 at WrestleMania 20, he defeats Big Show to become the, the United States champion. So close. At WrestleMania 19, he was supposed to face Jay Z or something. Or Eminem. What was the deal? I don't remember. I don't know. And then he ended up facing a cardboard cutout? Maybe. Don't remember. Not maybe. Yeah, that's what happened. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so his first match took place at WrestleMania 20, a uh, my first WrestleMania. So, it's cool. Uh, last shout-out goes to the show stealer, Dolph Ziggler, because I have no idea how the night after WrestleMania will look this year. I just know we won't see any fans. Yeah. And I'm giving him a shout out because him cashing in that Money in the Bank briefcase on Alberto Del Rio the night after WrestleMania 29 was literally one of the loudest pops I can remember hearing on TV in recent years. So, um, it, it sucks that there's no fans that'll be there yeah but i mean uh, even though we're not gonna have fans i feel like we're still going to all react I'm, I'm to still, everything yeah I, I assume i'm still going to enjoy the hell out of it the like i don't know about you but during like this otis thing that entire breakdown i was glued to the tv For like i didn't want it no, no, for this week. Oh, the I, well, I, when you said breakdown, I thought you meant like oh, like like the how it unfolded. I was like glued to the TV watching how it, what was next, what was next, and everything like that. Yeah. And based off of that reaction from myself, where I didn't want to leave the TV because I wanted to see what's going to happen next, I feel like that's what I am going to be experiencing during WrestleMania. So I'm, I may be setting myself up to be let down, but. By all means, have at it. WWE sent out surveys asking fans what they would like to see. I don't know if it was necessarily for WrestleMania, but in wrestling shows, like in times like this, and they gave different examples where they showed the clip and they had everybody else in like the Brady Bunch squares Mm -hmm. surrounding the screen, like talking about it, like fans and whatnot. And I was like, dear God, I do not want to see that. No, not at all. It's like a cool concept, but I do not want to see that at all. It would be cool to see like a uh, celebrity pop in for it to watch the broadcast or something. But that's like, no, I don't want to see a panel of fans or something like no. that. I, have a, I do a podcast, you know. If, if I wanted to listen to fans oh, talk. to listen to fans. But, yeah, but if I it's like to it's been fans cool. Talk, I would just replay the podcast and but listen to it. It's been cool that like WWE they had like Dream Match Mania air with like using the uh, WWE 2K games and they had panels come on like uh, 
they had Drake Maverick and R Truth sit in for uh, Hulk Hogan versus John Cena. So they're like calling that match and having a like banter back and forth. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and a few other people I know, uh, Bailey and Sasha watched Trish Stratus versus Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. So that's cool, but. Am I watching Monday Night Raw and seeing fans around the the action? No, that's going to take away from it a hundred percent for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need to nah. see that at all. Nah, no, I, I could understand that, but nah. right, those are my shout outs. Now it's time for our our. Moment of the week. He is right, Howard. Mark out. Yeah. Uh, big time from this week. Uh, has to be Undertaker saying, go ahead, AJ. I'll make you famous. <laughs> it's like I truly popped at that, especially because like what that line means for like the history of this show. <laughs> um, For me, I totally marked out for the big show show. I jotted that down just to uh, make sure we spoke about it. Yeah, because last week I forgot to speak about it, but I totally marked out for that. I am legit excited for it. I mean, plus because Steve Urkel. It drops uh, next week. Yeah, and Steve Urkel's in it. Also, uh, WWE has a movie on Netflix coming out, I believe, on the 10th of April. That being the main event with a bunch of NXT superstars. You got The Miz in it. Uh, Otis is in it. Uh, I know Keith Lee, Mia Yim. I'm looking forward to that too. It's, it's like it's probably a children's film, but mm-hmm. it's basically like Mike, but it's a kid with a mask. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, also, I popped big time on, Ma- on Monday Night Raw. They aired an old Snickers commercial with Brizango and Mick Foley, and I was like, I was like, wait a minute, is this like, are we getting new commercials here? But it was an old one because uh, as soon as I like saw Tyler Breeze, I was like, oh, never mind. But, I don't uh, even remember the one with like Seamus that they showed. Yeah, I, I don't know if I – I feel like I've seen them. I had to have seen them, and I, I feel like the reason why we're getting these is because they like they probably couldn't record new ones. Maybe. I mean, I, I, I just don't remember some of them. Which they also uh, – they aired that other commercial, the one that Samoa Joe got injured on. It is the creepiest, like weirdest commercial I've ever seen. Why? What, what do you mean? Like it I starts, didn't see it. It's like it. It's all of them like taking moves or doing moves, but it slows down while they're taking or doing the move, and they talk to us like looking mm-hmm. at the camera. Mm-hmm. And at one point, Ricochet's doing his six thirty and pauses like in the, like he's still like falling mid air with his knees tucked and everything, on like hands on his knees and everything talking to us. But it's like makes me very uncomfortable. Uh-huh. But Samoa Joe, that was the commercial that he ended up getting a concussion, I believe, on. He got oh. uh, put, put through a table in that commercial. So, Oh, that's interesting. But uh, other other things that I marked out for, they showed off a bunch of new uh, wrestling figures. I don't really collect wrestling figures anymore, although I like part of me really wants a bunch of these. I ended up, uh, they showed off a Ringside Collectibles exclusive Edge with, interchangeable heads for Hawkins and Ryder. So it's like three in one, which is pretty cool. So if you're a loose collector, you'd have to obviously buy three of them to get all three standing edge heads and edge. 
Yeah. But I, I'm just a mint on card type of fella, so I'm going to get that one, have Edge in the box with the two uh, the Hawkins and Ryder heads standing next to it or sitting next to it, whatever. But I also pop big time that they have a superstar Billy Graham one with long hair, and then they have a bald uh, interchangeable head. Yeah, I thought that looked really cool. And then uh, I guess of like the weirdest figures, maybe the weirdest figure I've ever remember seeing just based off of what the appearance was, was Warriors figure that they released or they're going to be releasing from his last appearance in WWE. Yeah, I don't understand why they made a figure of that. I, I wonder if there's going to be like they, they, okay, so it's Warrior, no face paint, gray suit. Uh, I don't know if he's going to come out with the, uh, end up coming with the trench coat that had warrior on it, but he comes mm-hmm. with the, the plastic fan mask, which is a really great touch, <clears throat> but I don't know. That's like a weird, a weird figure. I'm sure people are going to like, it'll probably like fly off shelves. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I definitely don't want anything to do with the under, like, I don't know why they, they not Undertaker, but the uh, ultimate warrior, I don't know why they chose that one specifically to do that. I I did mark out for it though I did, but it's like very eerie because like less than a day later he was gone. Yeah, yeah. But, I know. And then I think ultimately the last thing we need to discuss as far as mark out moments go, uh, the major wrestling figure uh, YouTube account podcast figure account uploaded some video footage this past week. Some of them good boys. <laughs> the good boys were in the uh, the good brothers. They, he released Brett Matthews versus G Money from WrestleFest Two with appearances by Sal Oot, Headcase, <laughs> and our very own Fallen Angel with a BCW invasion. Yeah, the BC Dub. What I wish Chris was here to talk about it, but I mean, I I, I wasn't really there for that. Well, I wasn't there for that. So I mean, I I was totally not involved with it. You were you were uh, real life working. Yeah, I was real life working. But if uh, there was a uh, yeah, that's that's what WrestleMania could look like. You know, did it make the cut? I th- I think so. You know, <laughs> you have the uh, just, yeah, you have BCW takeover. Me D- me, me and silver me and silver bullet. You know, mass destruction or silver bullet. Just we we weren't we weren't booked, Brandon. Well, you were working, and, so you work in a different yeah. crowd. Yeah, but we weren't booked, you know. We weren't booked. We were jumping on a trampoline at camp. It's it's fun to see Chris at that age. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's fun to see Sal and Mike as well, so. Yeah, time flies, you know. And I I played hacky sack with three of the four members of that stable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, at some point me and Dan did end up – coming over to WTW. No, no. But BCW. it took a... Huh? It was BCW. Was this pre... Did BCW exist? Yeah. After... It was after WCW, no? No, no. It was uh, before. BCW was before? I think BCW was before because Matt... And then they ended up going over to... to uh, WTW. I could totally be botching the entire thing right now. The whole storyline <laughs> in this was was Brett Matthews facing off against G Money, and after the match, G Money gets attacked by 
by a BCW invasion. By Salute, Headcase, and Fallen Angel, where then they all take off their shirts to reveal BCW as well as Brett Matthews. Yeah. Well, well, well. But you're a former hardcore champion in WTW. Yes, I was a hardcore champion in WTW. That's, that's your claim to fame in that world. <laughs> yeah, I was a hardcore champion. And you were hitting the uh, the 3DT. I was. I was the Mr. 3DT. Um, you know, totally rip off of RVD. Yeah, but, but you were doing the uh, that one-armed DDT before Mischief was. Yeah, that's a fact. I and I really think that it's a cool move, you know, arm wrench DDT. It's really cool. People should do it. But well, that's our mark out moment of the week. That is the WrestleMania episode of Marking Out, episode four hundred and seventy eight in the books. Uh, within the the next few minutes, I'm Brandon. He's David. <laughs> that's the truth. Follow us, Marking Out, Instagram, Marking Out 11, YouTube, Marking Out 11, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Marking Out, um, Facebook, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, you know the deal. Mm-hmm. Check us out. We wish you the... The... Best of luck in your future endeavors.